Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And this is E5 Bayo, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. Baby, excuse me, excuse me, come on in. Grab a seat, grab a blanket, grab a chair. <clears throat> grab whatever it is that you think you're going to need. Because us is going to sit down. And us is going to have a conversation. Woo! You know, I love Patty. I do. I love Patty. My brother is ecstatic by Patty LaBelle. I love her, though. I love her. I love Patty. But my brother, my oldest brother, oh my God. <laughs> Patty LaBelle, what? You can't say anything about Patty. He loses his mind. But um, I want you to. Come on in, grab a seat, grab a chair, grab a pillow, copper squat, sit right here on the stoop, get you some coffee, some tea, some water, some juice, something cold or drink. Shit, it's three o'clock somewhere. <laughs> get your drink on. I took a day off because I always think you need to refuel. So yesterday, I took a day off from social media. I did what I had to do early in the morning, and then I just relaxed the whole day. And I don't know if y'all saw the show or whatever, right? <clears throat> but I was watching the new or the remake of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it is totally different than what we're used to, uh, the Will Smith and the jazz and all of them. This is more edgy. And I'm not mad at them for that. I like the edgy. I like the edgy. I, I really do like it. I like it. It's more relatable, right? So, <clears throat> we all know that even in the beginning, the first one, the Will Smith, right? Until this young actor, the concept is still the same. Will Smith got into some little trouble in Philly and his mama sent him out to live. With his uncle and aunt, Uncle Phil, Aunt Viv, and Cali. They're well off, right? They're well off, right? And they have made some smart investments. They have made some smart decisions. While Will's mom, you know, she's working. She's not as wealthy as them, but she's working. And she called her sister to say, hey. My child is in trouble. I need y'all. And they stepped up. Not saying, oh, where the daddy at? Or anything like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because family helps family. Right? And this is the show. That's why I like it. Because it's edgy. And I know a lot of people that they nephews and nieces that they're raising them. Because they might have gotten into trouble. They may have been a little bit too much. Or they wanted more opportunities and where they were living at, it wasn't there. So, he got sent over to aunt and uncle. And, you know, the cousins, everybody except for the male cousin, Carlton. So, this one is more edgy because Carlton don't like Will, right? But anyway, there's an episode where Will brought his friend out, Trey. So, he still kept all the names, which is really cool. But Will, and side note, Carlton's girlfriend, uh, ex-girlfriend, shout out to the BBWs, because girlfriend is thick. Shout out to the BBW. Shout out for giving everybody 
uh, a spot or a highlight in this new show because it deals with real issues, like real issues. The racism, shit that's going on today, you know, uh, prescription drug abuse, like all of that. So shout out to them for doing the edgy thing. But anyway, and for the BBWs. So us thick girls need love too. How you doing? But um, so he had his friend come out to show him a good time. You know, like, yo, we haven't seen each other. You, I'm not bragging. I'm not sitting here saying I'm better than you. I want you because you're my homeboy. So I want you to come on out and, yo, and just chill with me. Like, yo, we could do this every summer, man. Like, yo, come out. So Trey comes. He's looking around because he's never been in this environment. And he's like, oh, wow. You know, damn, they rich. They got money. Uh, I know you ain't going to stay here, right? This is Trey. I know you ain't going to stay here because this is too rich for us, man. We from the hood. We from West Philly. They ain't got this in West Philly. And they really did show him a great time. You know, they had him go to a concert to his favorite rap artist and everything. And no matter what, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air did, this guy could not see a future. All he saw was his area and his neighborhood where he was. So, you know, they gave him backseat passes. They got to see the rapper, like everything, right? This young man still, he said, yeah, this is all good, right? This is the friend. This is all good. But when you coming back, he said, man, I don't think I'm coming back. Like, you know, I'm not going to get what? You're not coming back. You're going to leave us? What? You're going to go? You think you better than us? And I'm talking about he went into a tyranny and just spazzed out. So, Will, you know, the young Prince of Bel-Air, he's looking like, man, what are you talking about? Like, yo, you can come out every summer. No, no, I'm, I'm always West Philly. I ain't changing for nobody. He said, okay. He said, man, I don't want us to argue for the full week you here. Oh, I ain't staying. So the next day, but Will Smith, you know, the young guy, I'm going to say Fresh Prince, he went and he spoke to his aunt. So kudos for that. And he told his aunt, you know, like, man, you know, my homeboy don't like me no more. And, you know, and she told him, y'all are on two different paths. Y'all lives changed. He's not going where you're going. You can't take him with you. No matter how hard you try, you can't take him with you. Your day ones, you can't take him with you. So he was like, yo, he want to leave now. She said, okay. Called her people, had the car pull up. And he still gave his day one out. Like, yo, you really want to go? Yeah. He was like, yo, like both of them in tears. And he's like, yo, you really want to go? Yes, because this is not my life. I'm not a fake or phony. So now he results to downing him, making him feel bad of wanting better out of his life. I'm sitting here in, in pain, in tears, and like, oh, wow. And he got in the car and left. And Will's, that little actor, the little, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? Excuse me. 
he um he was crying, but he didn't, you know, he felt bad because his friend, his homeboy, his day one dissed him. Made him feel bad for wanting better. Made him feel like shit. Made him feel like he was bragging. He said, oh, you think you better than me. He said, nah, man. I want us to both eat together. He couldn't see it. And it lets it let me know. I don't know about y'all, but I've had friends that I tried to take with me to go places and be a part of something and we can learn together. I never forget when I flew out and I took a friend with me, right? They walking around, hold on, and I'm like, okay, you know, all right, all right. And then it was, yeah, I can't be doing this because they didn't get what they thought they were supposed to get. You were a plus one. You got to earn your spot. So they got in their feelings. Then they wanted to make me feel bad for the choices I made. That shit ain't going to fly <laughs> at all. But you will have people that are being your life that will make you feel bad. And no matter what you do, you try to bring them with you. And it's like pulling a car engine. That shit is heavy as hell. You ain't pulling it. But you're pulling it. You're trying to put. Hence why they have a machine to put that shit in. But you're trying to pull it. And the only one that's being hurt is you. And it's sad because he showed him and got everything that he wanted. Like, yo, this is what my homeboy eat. This is what my, I mean, they had the breakfast. They had everything catered just for him. They even had a part where they had a dinner. And he's sitting there drunk. Acting ignorant. You, do you know how embarrassing that is? Here I am, I'm hyping you up, I'm telling everybody about you, and whatever you're going through, now you're going to get drunk and disrespect me and the people that are hosting you. Yeah, that weight. That weight. You can be somewhere, and they're talking bad about you to the people, and you brung them. You brung them here. Okay. But to sit and have people tell you, oh, you think you better than me. I'm not changing. Great. And leave them right where they are. Because it is still the same people that I know that's still doing the same fucking thing. Get drunk on Friday. Find random dudes to fuck on Saturday. Gossip and talk about people on Sunday. And go back to work on Monday. They've been doing that for umpteen years. No growth. And then when they get drunk on Friday, they cry and complain. Oh, I need a better life. And ain't nobody helping me. And I need to get up out of here. But they go and do the same thing. I remember taking a friend of mine to uh, um, an event, right, in Queens. I looked at her and I said, never again. And I sat her down and said, don't you ever embarrass me again anywhere. Oh, what I'm doing? Don't do that. It's respect. Don't you respect yourself? I can't be dealing with these white people and all these uppity people. I'm from the projects. Here's $5. 
go find you a, a beef patty, get on the van and take your ass home. Bye. I'm leaving. I'm leaving because you change. She is walking around disrespecting everybody there. I said, mm -hmm. let me. A friend of mine said, hey, you might want, mm -mm. let me get her. And I sent her on her way. You would choke and lose your life for being around people that don't want to move. Because you move, you had a vision, because you something you want to do, don't mean that everybody is signing up for it. Because he was all good and gravy when I was talking about it. And then when he came and he got all the benefits. Because you know people that's like that as well. Oh, yeah, they get all the benefits. They sit there, get all the benefits, give everything that you have. Oh, my God, live off of your name, your clout, whatever. Oh, tell people, yeah, I know E5 Bay, yo, we real tight. Take pictures with you and everything. Yeah, we tight. Mm -hmm. I know E5 Bay, yo, yep, yep. And once they get to a certain level, right? They drop your ass like a bad habit. Oh, I don't fuck with her. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. But see, what they forget is you never gave them the recipe. <laughs> I didn't give you the recipe. So you don't know how to make this bread or this sauce. See? Uh, nah, baby. Now, you can mimic. You can sit here in front, but that mask gonna fall off. So guess what? Nah. Mm-mm. I'm good. And then when shit hit the fan, you see what happens? I tell people, watch. Just watch. See what happened? They fall off. And you know what they do? Oh, I don't fuck with people on social media. No one's supporting you. Nobody's doing it. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Bye. And then they'll hit you up. Hey, you have a moment to talk. Block, delete. No. No. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. You've been talking about me. Talk about me way over there. I don't care. <clears throat> I made a post. And I did a live. And a lot of people took it to heart. I got a lot of text messages. Oh, I'm so sorry if I did that. If I took your time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I never said a name. I, I know a lot of people. I never said a name. I know how to add people. So this is the audacity that I speak about. I could be talking about anybody. I, if I want to say something to someone personally, I know how to pick up the phone and talk to them. I have a friend that no matter what, me and her will always be on good terms, right? We can agree to disagree. We may take a break from each other, but we'll always be on good terms. She never disrespected me. She disrespected other people, but she never disrespected me. And when that time came, I said, okay, we can sit and talk. And we both agreed like, okay, I played that part. Okay. I didn't have a need to apologize because I don't think no one should disrespect anyone when it comes down to race. Nobody should be disrespecting a white sister and nobody should be disrespecting a black sister. Right? But people feel they can do it when they get angry. Oh, that's what they're blaming. Oh, I was mad. If you can call me a nigga and you white and you only, your only comeback is, oh, I was mad. Tell me how you really feel. So, before I let you bring that shit over here, let me move your ass out the way. But like I said, she never disrespected me. So, whenever everybody was going at her or just posting, underlining shit about her, 
I didn't have a need. I didn't even sign up for it. I didn't even go on it to pay any attention. Like, okay, that's your beef. I believe if you correct someone at the door, they you don't give them. Especially, let me let me be honest. People that you care about, when you correct them at the door, it won't go no further. Now, motherfuckers that you just know that you are like, listen, we are. Two ships sailing, maybe in the same water until I get tired. I'm going to park my ship somewhere else. I, I don't have the need of correcting you. I can just move on. You, you're not relevant, right? And that's being honest. So yesterday we had a good conversation. And the one thing she did say, which I thought was like, wow, you know, you, you leave impacts on people's lives. She said, the one thing I will say about you, E5L, you kept it, you're the only one that kept it real with me. Like, you didn't sugarcoat shit. You didn't come in and say, oh, I'm only doing this because I'm trying to get money from you or, or any of that. She said, that's why I keep coming back because you're the only one that didn't lie to me. I said, well, I didn't have a reason to. And it wasn't on my list. So I didn't, why would, see, when people go, oh my God, I, you know, I'm not going to break up with you. It's not on, you know, it's, I'm not going to break up with you, not now, but it's on your list. So you're thinking about it. It can be in the near future. I don't need to lie to you. You're not my alpha and omega. You don't have a heaven and hell to put me in. So if you ask me a question, I'm going to do the best that I can to help you or answer you. And the most possible way or the way that I know, because everybody has their different versions. So she's one that she would try to bring people. And the more she bring them, the quicker they drowned her. Excuse me. <clears throat> and it's sad. Some people don't know what loyalty is. Some people have no idea what a friendship is. Some people don't want anything good out of their lives. They want to play the victim. You get more attention playing the victim. When you're a survivor or a warrior, oh my God, you get castrated. Or folks will try to. They'll come after your character, your children, the person you love. Like They'll do all of that. And it's sad because it's never strangers. It's always people you once helped, you once gave information to. You know, <clears throat> the other day, there's always uh, a few people that will hit me up and ask questions. And I do the best I can to help and answer. But they'll use you for information. They don't, they don't want to be bothered with you. They don't even like you. They don't even like you. They don't want nothing to do with you. They just want your, your knowledge. And then they still don't apply it. So those, those are the people you just say, okay. Um, when you do people wrong, especially people with good hearts. So let's get back to the show and the lesson. Like I said, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air character, he really did. He tried everything to make his friend feel comfortable. 
And you know how you attract everything that you can in your power to make someone feel comfortable, to give them knowledge. Sometimes we overshare. Sometimes we just, we bombard them with so much information because we're so happy that they're learning and you want to help them. And this young man looked at him like he was a piece of shit. Like he didn't even matter. Yesterday I was, um, before I had got off of social media, I saw a few people that I was like, wow. Wow. It's eerie when you see the same people you spoke shit about that they are on people's pages giving them kudos and kissing their ass. And I'm like looking on there like, now I know they just said they don't fuck with them or that they say they don't be on social media like that or, you know, and I'm like, so they know that when they hit something and we all have the same friends in common, but then they say they don't be bothered with you. Wow. And I just kept doing what I was doing and I kept going. I said, wow, that's crazy. But this young man. So <clears throat> let me take it back. This is his day one. This is his friend, right? This is his homeboy. His homeboy got in a fight and him protecting his homeboy. He wound up going to jail and wound up after being removed from his family. The homeboy walked away scot-free. And he told him that. And he was like, oh, so what happens when you correct people? They want to bring up your past. He was like, oh, well, it's your arrogance and you and you. And he was like, I wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for you. How many times have you put your neck out on the wire for people that won't even jump over a fucking puddle for you, but you want to be the one to save everybody instead of saving yourself? How many times have you been the venting boy, the board keeper, the ear for the people that always got a fucking problem and will never want a solution? You can offer them 50 million solutions. Still, still. They don't give a fuck. They don't want the solution. They want to waste your time. Because, see, everybody else, they respect. Because people put cutoffs. You, they don't respect. So you know with your happy-go-lucky ass, and I'm a healer. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to help the world. And here these people are. They come in and putting a noose around your neck. And they the car engine. And all they doing is dragging you for the days. And when I said, no more venting, do you know those same people that text me with all these long ass text messages, they don't hit me up now. What's funny is the same people they spoke shit about, now they're their friends. They're over there with them. And I guess they figured, well, if I bail, fuck her, fuck her, because now they, they over there. I think it's funny because... If you and my enemies can become friends, I'll give you kudos because now I got a whole fucking clique that's hating me. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But see, the problem is they come back. So just like his homeboy, you, you let your feelings be known. Here I am. I'm trying to better our lives. I'm not building walls. I'm building tables. I'm trying to better our lives. The people you want to sit at the table, the one you're building it for, are never the ones that's going to sit there. 
So stop forcing them. The ones that's going to sit there are the ones that's going to earn a seat to get there. Not these motherfuckers that you like, yo, I want to build it for my family. I want to build it for my kids. I they don't never want that. They don't want that. The only thing they want is the benefit. They don't want to work at all. They don't want the work. They want the benefit. What you have to offer. Because they give two shits about you. Because they'll never see you as anything else. You growing. You prospering. Where? Mm-mm. Where? But cut them off and let them, let, let them live with the ones they feel so highly valued with. That's okay. You, you ain't missing nothing. Trust me on that. You're not missing nothing. I love that song, When You've Been Blessed, Pass It On. For those people that are making a way. Not something that was handed to you. You didn't earn this. You didn't earn this. Somebody gave it to you. Okay. But I'm, I'm talking the ones that put their fucking toes in the dirt. That's out there grinding. That's doing it. Them, yeah, have a seat at the table. I'm not giving you anything. But see, Will, the, the Fresh Prince guy, the Will Smith guy, he, um, he was trying to give it to his homeboy. Like, yo, somebody gave it to me because Uncle Phil and them were blessed with something and their children was blessed, so they want to pass it on. But guess what? They made sure all of their children worked. Hillary had a job. Ashley was doing little Girl Scouts and volunteering. Carlton had a goddamn job, and so did Will. Yeah, we blessed, but you still going to work. You still need to know them ethics because this is my money. It ain't yours. This is mine. I was helping out a friend. True story. Just happened to me today. Today, this morning. Thank you. Oh, my God. I was helping out a friend, right? They came home. And I was helping them out, right? <laughs> this is when I say you don't see, you can see a vision. You can want to help people. Not everybody want help. Some people just want a handout. So he didn't have a phone. So I was like, yo, you can use my line until you get a job and get your own phone. He was like, okay, cool, cool, right? Now I have at and I don't know about y'all. at and is not a cheap fucking service. Let me tell you, right? So... He was like, okay. I said, listen, you're not going to rent a phone. You buy your phone and I'll put you on my service plan. He said, okay. Now, mind you, it's my business account. So respect that. Okay. Well, he couldn't pay the bills, so I was paying it. It's my service. I can't, what I'm going to say, right? So, and I told him until he gets a job. Now, this was in January. We are going into March, right? I said, did you go out and look for a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't hiring. Okay. Wait a few more days. Did you go out and look for a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't hiring. Okay. All right. All right. So now I put a cutoff. Hey, <laughs> you got until the end of February to find a job. Right? To find a job. Yesterday. Didn't hear. I said, okay. I said, you know, this morning, right? Let me tell you, when you are, when you are blessed, let me just tell you when you are blessed. So today, this morning, he called. He was like, yeah, I got an interview. I said, oh, wow, that's great. So I hear noise in the background. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's that noise? He was like, oh, no, nah, that's uh, the video playing. I said, oh, you got an iPad or something? He said, no, that's my other phone. Let's go back. You don't have a phone, right? 
You want that service. Because with that service comes some perks. You get HBO. You know what I'm saying? You get Netflix on there. Because up here, AT&T got a great-ass package. That's why I love AT&T. Right? For real. I'm a true lover of AT&T. So, I'm like, you, you got a phone? You got two phones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it yesterday. When, when were you going to tell me? Wait, hold on. Stop. Because I'm confused. When did you get it? Oh, yesterday morning. It's 24 hours in a day, correct? Correct. 24 hours in a day. You didn't call me to say you had a phone. So you thought she was going to have two phones? Oh, nah, nah, you know, say no more. Baby, you home. You're free. You got a phone. You got your crib. You great to go get a job. Go live your life. God bless you. Stay the straight path and thank you. I got off that goddamn phone called AT&T, cut that service. I am and, and it's not in a petty way, but he did. I was happy that I said the end of February, this service is no longer. So he did do what he was supposed to do. He just didn't share it. Now, for some reason, right? This is where people try to get over on you, right? They want the service. They don't care about you. Right? Because you, you want to help people when you try to help, you know, folks and help them get on their feet, especially inmates and people that's released from jail, you know, females as well as males. And you want to look out for them. See, my other home person, my homeboy that came out, you know what I'm saying? I went over there, I made sure he had all the necessities and stuff like that because we do things like that. Right? We help people. Right? So I'm not a saint. I try to look out for people because... I'm not going to be on this planet forever. And I got children and grandchildren. And I hope that someone looks out for them, you know, when, I, when I'm gone. So make sure they have a bed, some pillows and blankets and some pots and a few dishes. And to start them out, you know, like a little, you got your new apartment. You came home. Here's your little package for you to have. Okay. And, you know, I usually get donations from people and, you know, to set up like packages for inmates that come home, right? Be it male or female. So you try to do your part, try to do your part, right? But this time, for this one this morning, you were going to have two phones, not say nothing, and now you're using people. Oh, okay. Well, let me help you because I did my part and it's no shade. Sometimes we overcompensate the same way with Will Smith, the, the actor. He did everything for his homeboy, right? But he wasn't bragging. He wasn't showing off. He was showing him, yo, we're not going to get this in Philly. Let's live. Let's, yo, let's enjoy this, man. I want you to have a great time. That's it. I wanted this person to make sure they have access to their family members, to have access so they can get a job, so they can get online. You know what I'm saying? But just like the character, just like this brother, all they wanted was the time. What you offered. They didn't give a fuck. They don't care. Some people really don't care. But we as givers and helpers and healers, we overcompensate. We want to give you so much that these people are not used to that. A lot of people are not. They're not used to that. So what do you do? You're really creating a fucking taker. 
Because all they're going to do is take, take, take. They're not going to add anything in the pot. They're not going to care. They're going to keep on taking because your happy ass keep on giving. So the more you give, the more I'm going to take. So why should I tell you, right, that I have two phones? Or why should I tell you anything? I can get drunk. I can tear my ass. I can do all of that. No. See, I know how to cut you off. That lifeline. Trust me, I've cut off many of people. Like I said the other day, I was talking to a friend, right? And like I said, we respect each other. I said, you know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Candelo was right about a few things. He said, half of these people, I wrote their script. I did. And I know y'all going to be like, well, she's always saying it, but it's true. And I understand now, for real, half of these folks, I wrote their script. I told them the things that they can do because they're not geared for this. Their mind is not. See, when you think of just money, and as I even put up for Dame Dash to say it, money is nothing that you should go after. Money changes. Currency changes. Now we got Bitcoin. We got so many different ways that deals with money. The dollar, the paper dollar really holds no value no more damn near. Everything is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and all of that. So if you're not educated on that, now you fucking yourself up. Majority of everything is credit card. You can't even go into a store now because they'll say, hey, give us the correct amount or pay with a debit or a credit card because we don't have the money to give you change. We don't have dollar bills and, and coins. You go in any Starbucks, they'll let you know. Please give us exact change or pay with a credit card or get a Starbucks card. Do that. That's how they build their cash register up. Buy this Starbucks card and we'll put money on it and load it up. And you give us the exact amount and that's how they do. Because money right now is like, okay. Banks and everything are really turning themselves over into cryptocurrency. So, he said, don't do it for money. Because as you see, money is changing. It's evolving. The same way when we started out with Cory shells and, and uh, different ways of what we would consider money is now a decoration that we put on our, on our hair or on our clothes, Cory shells. We done moved up now. We have coins and dollars. And now that's going to become a digital thing. So those coins and dollars is going to be cute fans and decorations in our house. Because soon in our future generations, they're going to be like, y'all really had this the same way we'll say, y'all really use this as money? Yeah. Yeah. So do it for the love. So a lot of people don't see it as that. They do it for the money and what they can get. Right? Back to the original. So... They will not think outside the box. They too busy worrying about not believing in themselves or not going further and thinking and allowing themselves to be creative that they'll stay stagnant. And here it is, a creative person may walk in a room and give everybody something to think about and something to do. And right when they get it, they'll give you their ass to kiss. Majority of them, not everybody. So if it don't apply to you, let it fly, right? Because don't, don't, don't bark at me. I know how to bite back. So anyway, you'll give them these ideas because they're not thinking on that level. They don't see themselves as being successful. 
They confront on social media, but in reality, they don't see themselves as being successful. And this young man that was from West Philly, he didn't see nothing past West Philly. He didn't see success. He didn't see growth. He didn't see none of that. All he saw was a black young man in the hood doing, running around, talking to girls, and that's it. Like, you know, get a little bullshit job somewhere, and that's it. Not to be an entrepreneur, not to be an owner, not to be a positive figure, or political, anything. He don't see himself that way. And majority of people don't. They don't. When people watch videos, majority of them are watching to criticize it. They're not watching to learn. They're watching to criticize it. Oh, you see her wig? You see her hair? Mm-mm. You see her makeup? Them eyelashes don't look good on her. Instead of, oh my God, the choreography is great. You know what? I, I'm thinking about maybe opening up a dance school because a lot of other kids would love this. They don't see that. They see, oh, you see, mm-mm. look at her background. Oh, no, she should have painted that another way. They watch it to criticize, not to get the message, not to learn something, not to challenge themselves. They don't. When they see a video, they are criticizing, critiquing it. Instead of taking the message and allowing it to inspire you and unlock the creativity that's in you. They don't see it as that. Because a lot of people don't see themselves successful. Because they've already given up. Whether it can be 90 million positive role models in front of you. If you don't believe it, I don't care who's in front of you. And you can give people ideas. They'll take it. And do something with it. But then they'll wait around, right? And wait until you get them another idea. They're not going to do anything on their own. They, they won't. Those are the users. See, but this young man wasn't a user. This young man was really hurt. And was really scared of growth. Of moving forward. So what did he do? What most black folk do? Bring up your past. Oh, you wasn't nothing. You were crying and you didn't. And he was like, okay, but damn, you know, these are opportunities we're not going to get nowhere else. I don't want it. I remember when my ex-husband, he was having back problems. And it is this great chiropractor and this great back specialist that's in Queens on Jamaica Avenue, Dr. B. This man is fucking phenomenal. I love him. So... And he works on a payment plan. He takes most insurances. Like, he's really good. So I'm telling my ex-husband, like, yo, I set up a date. You can go. He got upset. This is back, right? This is, this is the ignorance, just like this young man, that people will give you. He got upset because I checked him on something. Oh, I'm not going to the back doctor. Like, it's supposed to hurt me. I bust out laughing. Oh, he was mad. I bust out laughing. I laughed so much that I cried. I almost pissed on myself. That's how much I laughed. He was like, what? I said, who back is it? My back is good. It's your back that's fucked up that you can't get up and you can't lift nothing. And you you limiting and your fucking feet is swelling and all of that. You could have had a chance to go and get help. But because you mad at me, that stops everything. Okay. Till this day. He's still, when he talks to my daughter, his back is still fucked up. He could have got help. Then one day it must have been so bad that my daughter came and she was like, 
Ma, what's your back doctor name again? I said, I don't know. What are you talking about? She was like, I said, oh, no, 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 no. He didn't want it then. He don't need it now. Tell him to find his own. And that was it. Yeah, uh-uh. No, no, no. We're not doing I'm not a turnstile. No, no. You could have went the first time. But the same way as this young man did with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he left. He only stayed there for a day and a half, two days tops. Then he left. You missed out on all the opportunities and all the blessings that you could have got because of your arrogance, your ignorance, and because of fear and your jealousy and your small-mindedness, right? Now, most people say, oh, but no, no, no. Now, there's a difference. There's some things that I don't do. Side note, so let me explain. There are some things that I don't indulge in. I don't know why all the time. Sometimes my spirit will be like, mm-mm, you can't go. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This is, this is not helpful. And I don't question it. I just say, hey, I'm not going. God bless you. Because there's always an underline. The last time it happened to me was in February, January, going into February. I said, make this my last time. I'm not going to be here. I don't know why my girl is telling me I can't come, but I'm not coming. And I told the people involved. And it was like, oh, no, you should come. No, I don't go against my spirits with nobody. I don't give a fuck who you are. So what happened? February came out, all the fucking drama, the stress, all of that. And so far, it hasn't gotten better. It's become worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, thank you for whatever you kept me from. I can't get mad. Just recently, I'm sitting in the house. And I heard her say, you can't come. So I wrote said party. It was like, hey, I can't come. Now, I don't know what may happen. And I wish everything success. But I know at this juncture, my girl said, no, you can't go. And I said, thank you. And I won't go. That's the difference. Now, if there's an opportunity for me to learn, and let's just say I got a cousin or day one, because I did have friends that were like that, where, hey, I'm flying you out because I want you to enjoy Shit, thank you. I'm not going to sit here and, and be bitter because you have moved forward and you, you have grown and you are making positive decisions. Shit, I'm grateful. How can I point to you? What, what do you need to unpack? Or how can I be of service? Like, shit, I'm going to give, I'm going to clap for you. But what I'm not going to do is get in my fucking emotions because I learned at an early age, emotions and business don't mix. They don't mix. I learned that from a cool goddamn white woman named Irma. She was Jewish. She said, emotions have no seat in business. If you lead by emotions, you're going to fail before you start. So people can call me a cold-hearted bitch, and I'll be like, okay. But while they still sitting there trying to figure out where they need to go, my cold-hearted ass is still moving forward. Oh, if I bail, you post too much. Why you watching? Block me. Why are you watching? Very simple. Girl, you be talking in your in your podcast and stuff and everything. Uh-uh, girl. I, uh, then why are, you, why are you listening? You don't have to listen. I'm okay. I'm okay. I didn't build this table for you. <laughs> I built it for whoever is needing help on their way to the top. That's all. I, I didn't build it for you. I didn't. I didn't. Because you want things handed to you. I'm not here to hand you shit. Not even instructions. I'm not handing you anything at all. At all. So, but this young man really left. 
really left. Left the opportunities, left the growth, left anything that would have benefited him later on down in life. The connections of what people left because of his arrogance, his stupidity, all of that. There was a young girl that I was helping, right? Her name was Andrea, right? Because I know what some of y'all get. She's talking about me. No, you're not special. <laughs> her name was Andrea, and I would help her. I would help her um, spiritually. I hooked her up with so many people. Like, there was always a network of people, spiritual people, you know, and there was no competition. Like, hey, you know, this is what she needs. This is what she needs. So when she got to a certain level, not even going to lie, I can't even make this up. And I was really hurt. I really was. She came to me and was like, oh, I'm cutting you off because I'm better than you. Dead serious. Can't even make this up. I'm better than you. You know, you're you're still, that's when I had my shop in um, uh, the Coliseum. Oh, I'm better than you. You're, you're in a little shop in the on Jamaica Avenue in Queens. You would never be nothing. Oh, okay. I said, all right. You didn't have to um, come and tell me, but thank you. Now, I'm still human. I was like, damn, after all the stuff I did, okay, damn, damn. It didn't stop me from helping people. Don't, don't get it twisted. One person doesn't change my character. So she went to Florida. She went to Chicago, right? She was with all the high-powered people and everything, right? Because she didn't earn it. She was always the plus one, see? So when you earn your spot in the room, Nobody tells you what you got to do because you already know. You already put your work in the trenches. So when you're in that room, you already know what needs to be done, right? You're not a plus one. You worked hard. And in other words, let me break it down. You come into someone's house for a dinner, right? Majority of people start helping out. Let me help you with this. I'll grab this and help you serve this. Or I'll grab this and help you serve that. And Hey, you know... I'll, I'll clean this up and start folding chairs. You know, people, even when you work in, in a ceremony, people start getting up, getting water for everybody. Everybody know their job because I, I know what needs to be done. You don't have to offer instructions. I already know what needs to be done. It's like second nature because I worked so hard to get here. But for people that didn't work hard to get there, they stand there or they go and do something else or they want to take pictures and do TikToks. They not working. And what happens when that happened, oh, the motherfuckers that work, they don't want to be bothered. They let you know, move the fuck out the way, going about your business, you getting on our nerves here, right? So, so, she was a plus one. She didn't earn a spot. She got introduced by introduced by introduced. She knew all the people they're hanging around with. But when it was time to show them why you were in the room, they cut her out, exiled her. Do you know she had the audacity to come and hit me up at my shop? And she said, you know, I just want to apologize. I said, oh, if you don't move from in front of me, now mind you, I was still learning. I said, I will beat you in more ways than you can imagine. And my good girlfriend was standing there saying, why you here? Go away. You ain't seen this girl at all. 
at all. She went back to Jesus. Now y'all can say, oh, Ephi, that's wrong. You don't, you don't do evil for evil. It wasn't evil. You cut me off. You let me know that I wasn't going to be shit. You got up there, but you were, you forgot. You forgot where you came from, but yes, we all need to grow. We all need to do, but when you hand something to somebody, it's a difference than passing the mantle or passing over the book. But this is not that. This is, I, I'm going, so I want to bring you And Hey, if you, if you go past me and beyond me, great. God bless you. But don't criticize and dog me out because you got to a certain place. Okay. How you feel is how you feel. Then why accept any of my help or anything? Okay. But even with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air guy, he's sitting there. He's trying to show this dude. And what the dude say? Oh, when you were young, when you did this. And he was like, damn. Like, you going to bring up my past? You going to hold whatever I did against me? I'm growing. I'm, I have opportunities now. But when you fail, now you want to come back. Nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, my darling people, you can't take everybody with you. Everybody is not supposed to go with you. This is not a group gang gang, day ones, any of that. I love what Young and May say, what my day ones are doing, what they doing. Because they should be trying to get it out the mud just like me. We, I ain't the only one that's going to be working. Hence why I said I love that Fresh Prince, even the older version, the original. Everybody in that motherfucker work from the butler to everybody. Everybody had something to do. Phil wasn't crazy. He said, yeah, I'm the lawyer. My wife is the housewife, but she's also, you know, and here she's an artist. But so was Viv. Viv. She, she, was, she was an artist. She was a collector, you know, very high profile. But uh, everybody working this motherfucker, even, even that. And in reality... Will Smith, when they sit down at the table, he said, what did we earn today? Even his kids work. Now, yeah, no, y'all won't understand um, the mechanics of that. Oh, because, you know, when his, when his son did the photo shoot and his daughter was out there doing, oh, that's horrible. You don't make a kid work. That's horrible. He got enough money. Why? Why, why not? What's wrong with making a kid learn? Maybe if y'all parents would have made y'all get out there and get a fucking earn a living, then y'all wouldn't be as so goddamn confused and backwards as you're now. I had, I didn't have a summer job. I had a real job. My mother made my ass work in the candy factory. I had to work. If you don't work, you don't eat. All my kids work. God damn it. No, you better get a job. Ain't nobody going to take care of you. So y'all can say, oh, but that's traumatizing. You know, you should take care of your kid. You do that. How you raise your house is how you raise your house. Mine is different, but they all got goddamn jobs. They know how to work. They know how to work. They bet you, and they pay their bills, because if not, ain't nobody paying them for you. Uh-uh. Because you show your children that they should work. Ain't nobody got time for laziness. So at the end of the day, I want y'all to look around on your friends group, the people that you consider your team. Are they pouring into you? Are they doing things to make sure? See, I like friends that we don't have to be on the same page. You could be further than me. Are they seeing your name and hyping you up in places where you're not? And are you hyping them up? Are you pouring into each other? Are you 
making sure both of y'all living. Don't give me promises. You know how many people, oh, he fired. Listen, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I don't see no action. That's why I start moving away. Because you're not consistent. Everything is a promise. No, 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 no. We're not promising. Mm -mm. Promises. No, no. I can't pay a bill off a promise. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. So I want y'all to look into your friends and really look at them and really, really, really see. And if not, you're not disrespecting them. Just because I stopped fucking with you don't mean I'm your enemy. No, I wish you well from over there. I don't need to be bothered with you. So, and if not, then make some changes. It seems a little foreign at first because you've been with them for so long, but you can't open up new doors with old locks and old keys. You can't go places where you're supposed to grow and elevate and your plus ones is sitting there embarrassing you. Uh-uh. A bad name travels fast. That is true. So I need you to really check out the people that are around you. And spiritually, you, 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 I, it's sad to see that here we are friends and you're crowned and I'm initiated. And well, I'm a Leo. I got bees and all of this. And all you want to do is gossip about people. Let me tell you, I got God kids, right? Some of them I don't even talk to. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Because Oshun told me. Maybe your job was just to put bees on them and keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. I don't pick up the phone. I don't pick up the phone. I don't call them. I don't say shit. I keep it going. Because guess what? That lady know more than I do. More than I do. And I don't have a problem with it. I don't need to keep an update. And after a while, I start cleaning out my shit. And they will be deleted. And they can go on about their lives. Because what they can't say is, well, I paid her. No, you didn't. You ain't paid me shit on a few of them. You ain't paid me nothing. You gave to Oshun uh, a can doing some plates and a coconut, and that's it. You ain't. I didn't get a delacho from you, love, so go and live your life. I got one that came in, got her beads from me and my godmother. That was the last time. And I told her, I said, please don't discredit our name. I said, I ain't even worrying about it. And that's it. I'm good with that. Some people were just meant to come in your life for you to put bees on and go ahead and live their life. That's it. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I've put bees on seven, eight people. I have God kids. I didn't crown anyone yet. And I get a daily dose of, oh my God, I want you to be my godmother. When can I come to put bees on? And when can learn about you first before you take that step? Because this is not about, I just want to be popular. Oh, I just want to be popular. No, no, no. And most people do it so they can have a secret group and just use it. Oh, but that's my madrina. No, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm the jabona to a lot of them. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So they don't have to call me. And I'm good with that too. I'm, my, my mother loves me at the end of the day. 